It's the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. What show is this again? Uh, let me get my abacus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dr. D, back in studio after three weeks absence. Oh, my heavens. Um, Do you know that I had to dust? It's been so long, I had to dust. Did you? Well, there's. It's funny when I got here, there was a cardboard cutout of me <laughs> in the seat. I missed you so much in front of the mic. Yeah, yeah, it was a card, but it, you know, it was one dimensional, and I guess you really did miss me, Doc. Well, we did shows while you were away with the cardboard cutout, but we can't air them because most of it's dead air. So. I bet those are better shows. Too, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you may be confused. We've we've hit a milestone here on the show. Yes, we have. Not literally, ladies and gentlemen. We're not part of the traffic report. No, not not today, not now, but could be in the future. No, I you, hope not. You, know, <laughs> you never know. Tell what's us about happen. this this millst- I'm sorry, milestone. Millstone, yeah, five hundred <laughs> shows, right? Jeez, we hit five hundred. Wow. And I'd always told myself, like, I'm, like, if I could just get to 500, I don't know what I thought was going to happen at 500, <laughs> but I'm like, I got to at least get there. Like, I'm no quitter. I'm getting to right. 500 minimally. And uh, I don't know if you notice as you, as a, if you're listening to this as a podcast, if you're listening to this on radio, you, you see no number count. But if, you, right. if you're reading this on a, on the podcast sites, yeah. those podcast sites that we're on. Uh, this show is labeled 502. Yep. 501 was um, uh, uh, Tim Stack. It's radio. It's yeah. radio, I should say. It's with radio TVs. with TV's Tim, Tim Stack. Tim Stack. Yeah. And he had the famous James, Jamie Widows on. Yep. That was 501. Today's 502 and 503, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you're, you may be, you're like, okay, you hit a milestone of 500, but where is episode 500? Well, uh, we have a call out to his representatives, but we hadn't heard back yet. We're trying to get yeah, God if, if as you our know 500th guest. <laughs> where 500 is. 500 is missing. I don't want anybody to be alarmed, but... <laughs> But, uh, yeah, we've got everybody out there looking for, for episode 500. Let's just say that our calculator's battery ran down when we hit 499. Well, you know I use my toes, and some of them, sometimes the little one, the pinky toe yeah. or whatever you call it. The it twinkie, gets counted the pinky, twice. Yeah, it gets counted. Or, yeah, right. So that's or, ign- why, or ignored, either or. And, uh, you know, our math on this show it sometimes is a little bit uh, Well, see, here's suspect. the deal. This isn't a math program. This is an entertainment program. Exactly. So get off my back, <laughs> <laughs> you listeners. <laughs> Just get off my back, would you? We um, have had a blast doing 500 shows, I have to tell you. It has have. just been... Uh, one of the great experiences. I've met some incredible people. I've even had a couple of your guests uh, you on my program. Shadow Stevens. Shadow no, Stevens. That Shadow guy. Stevens. Seriously, in all seriousness, he is. He's one deep dude. Yeah. He really is. It was so much fun to talk to him. Well, you know, I've got to listen to that one. Oh, it's very great. cool. Yeah, he's such uh, a great. You've had some such incredible radio man. entertainers. Mariel Hemingway. Uh, the list goes on and yeah. on and on and on. It does. And yeah. um, and local yeah, restaurateurs. National, international. We've yeah. had some really, all the top chef, the voice people, 
Um, Danny Trejo. Oh, um, I will Miles never Copeland. forget that show. I, mean, I can't. With the machete. <laughs> in the Danny couch. the machete Trejo. <laughs> yeah, that was a little scary. I'm glad he was. It was over to Zoom. I was right going to say. Yeah. <laughs> and in fact, that's something talking about a milestone. That show with Danny Trejo. I don't know if you remember this. Oh, was the first show we did on Zoom. And I was down in my office. Uh, oh, and that's you were right. here, and that's we couldn't right. come in the studio. Right. The first show after COVID. Yeah. On Zoom. March 2020, yeah. Yeah, so it was, I mean, that's that's kind of a, a monumental show in many different ways, a milestone. Yeah. But yeah, show uh, 500. I'll tell you what's going on, in case you're curious. Okay, uh, before you tell us what's going on, I, a little side note about Danny. I was interviewing a publicist who told me, you're not going to believe this, he was actually asked and agreed to read a children's book. Can you imagine Danny Trejo reading a children's book? <laughs> I actually book? can. Uh, I bet kids love him because he's so uh, such a carrot, like yeah. like you know, his hair and his look and oh, his yeah. tattoos. And mm-hmm. but I but I bet he's he's also like a gentle giant. Oh you know? yes, um, yeah. I would hate to get him mad yeah. <laughs> at any point, uh, especially if if he was near that couch. Yeah, exactly. That That's where he keeps his machetes. Um, but yeah, no. Actually, I think that would probably be pretty neat because it's kind of against character, but but his character now. Yeah, you know, he's exactly. A, he's a very very um, sweet man. He is. You know? So tell us what's well, going on. Okay, five hundred. Uh, we have. We're going to hear from the listeners. Finally, on mm-hmm. the show, we I, we never brought the listeners in. Please, so there are so many great listeners around the world right now. Um, and if you want to be on that show, it has not been recorded or taped yet. It's it's next Thursday. This is Thursday today. We we're recording this. Um, it's 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 seven days from now, so it has not been recorded. It's been pre-produced and and researched and all that. But we we want listeners. So if you're hearing this show now, take your iPhone or your your Android device, whatever you've got, mm-hmm. record a little voice note and tell us your favorite episode, your favorite guest, or just a little bit about yourself, and we will air it on the show. We want to hear from you. I'm going to put out a call um, on Facebook and and various social sites, but I really want to hear from the listeners uh, on this 500 show. I think that would be very special. Especially from around the world. I mean, you talk often about the statistics, the uh, analytics, if you will, in the countries and areas that are listening the most as opposed to the least, that kind of thing. We'd love to hear from people from around the world. Would love that, and yeah. and we will. And uh, but again, if you're hearing this, you know, a week before our taping, send me yeah to Jeremiah hurry, at the hurry, Jeremiah hurry. Show. Yeah, Jeremiah. Or shoot it to me show. a messenger on Facebook. Yeah, a lot of us, uh, a lot of I communicate with a lot of the listeners over Messenger on Facebook. Yeah. Wherever you want to send it to me, just send me a little audio voice note, yeah. and we'll drop it in the show. Um, get it to us ASAP. Uh, any kind of deadline do we want to put on that? Well, we should probably get it by you know Tuesday of next week, Tuesday, okay. Wednesday, so okay. that you have enough time to, to yeah. do his Dr. D. Right. Does what he does and makes you sound like a hero and all that kind oh, of absolutely. good stuff. Um, so 500 show has not been taped, but that's because we've got a lot going on with it. It's going to be over three hours. But we'll break it into one-hour segments shows, yeah. like we do typically do because I know who's got three hours to listen to anything. <laughs> um, <laughs> but and then we've also got our co-hosts, so we're going to bring everybody together: mm-hmm. Mike Gormley, Tim Stack, Mister Restaurant Will Knox, 
Dr. D, of course, will always be here. Myself, we're all going to get together. Um, and then I'm also reaching out to past co-hosts mm. that were in oh first, gosh. second, third season. All those great uh, women that were our co-hosts for oh, so yeah. long. Along with Dorn. What's that? Maybe. Dorn. Dorn. He was, he was one of the original at the very Dorn. beginning. Who's Dorn? I don't, maybe it was the wrong show, I think, Dr. Maybe. D. Maybe. Dorn? Anyway. Who's yeah. a guy? Yeah, it was a guy. Yeah. Dorn. Anyway. But yeah, you're going to check, you're going to go back to the show. old co-host. Yeah, old co-host. Yeah. Um, kind of bring the whole family back together, yeah. the listeners together. Oh, and how about Mr. Thanksgiving? Uh, of course, Mr. Jones. Mr. Lewis Mr. Jones. Uh, Sweet Potato Pie Never Delivered. No, you better bring it this year. <laughs> Actually, I'm going to see if I can get for th- our Thanksgiving show, not to get off track. But I, you know, he's got to look ahead, right? Yeah. Um, Thanksgiving show, I want my mom and his mom on. I, I think we got to oh, finally get them on and doing yes. the, the competing apple pie and the sweet potato oh. pie. Um, taste testing, please. I'm getting hungry again. Please, get taste testing. Last part of the, the, the 500 show that we're going to bring in is some of our um, our guests that we're on, our very oh, special fabulous. guests. fabulous. So, 500 show, the big, big milestone for me personally Um yeah, so that's uh, we're that, working on it. That's going to be fun. But we didn't want you to hold, wait, so we're jumping ahead of it. Five hundred two, five hundred three today, <laughs> and we've got a lot of new shows coming next week as well. Oh yeah. So, what's also exciting too uh, is when you're listening to the programs, uh, regardless of when they're on the radio or there are the podcasts, uh, you've got several different, um, shall we say, uh, uh, ventures going on. You've got. It's radio with TV's Tim Stack uh, that's heard mm-hmm. uh, on this station as well as is available on the podcast. Uh, Big Lou's Sports Lounge as well as Mr. Restaurant. Yep. And then we've got Mike, lots of other. Mike Gormley Presents. Mike Gormley Presents. And we've got some other ideas uh, in the works. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's, a, it's a fun little radio thing we've got going here. Yeah. A little radio it's show. It's a lot of fun. And we've hit the 500th. Uh, again, I think that's a pretty, pretty cool milestone. Yeah. And I have to thank the listeners for yeah. that. I've got to thank Dr. Yeah. D in the station and Les Carroll and everybody here at uh, 96.9 FM and 12, AM 1290 KZSB Santa Barbara uh, for giving us a, a microphone and the airwaves. But uh, thank I, I think top I got to thank the listeners yeah and of course our guests um, but I've been gone three weeks mm-hmm. been busy been busy yeah. I've been busy uh, and yeah. uh, it's kind of weird you know I get to I get to that time on the clock and it's like well where's Jeremiah and I text and. I'll get an hour later, two hours later. Oh, no shows today. <laughs> yeah, so I want to explain that if I can. Please. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it was, you know, when you set a goal and then you achieve the goal and then you go, okay, what's next? You know, it, it, it's almost, there's a Smashing Pumpkin song I love. It's called uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. And mm. I, the last three weeks, I have had this, um, I'm not feeling it, you know, I'm not feeling the energy, I'm not like, where do I go with the show? If I don't feel really, really motivated, I won't bring in a guest, because I think that would be a big disservice to them. Mm-hmm. I also think it's a disservice to the listener. 
and and to myself to not if I'm not feeling it I got to go with that. So where have I been the last three weeks? I, it's I, I don't know how to describe it totally, but I feel um, I've felt kind of tired mm-hmm. and kind of uh, like. Like in a purple, like in a, yeah, like like in a, a uh, bluish purple haze. Yeah, and I'm not a funk. I mean, would you say I'm an optimistic person, oh, yeah. Dr. D? Yeah, you know very me? much so. Very much so. I mean, not that much ever gets me down. No. Uh, and I uh-uh. bring, you know, I'll bring the energy and all that. I just, um, I want to be honest. That's how I felt the last three weeks, and that's where I've been. Yeah. I've been like, what's, you know, what's next for the show? How do we take it to the next level yeah. after 500? Exactly. Um, well, Less. of course, they're going to hear that change in the programming, in the, the format of the show. I mean, the, first of all, the, the opener, it's much shorter, and it's just right to the point. And then yeah. it's you and me and uh, our guests. And, and don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I don't have the, the inner. I, I think what I needed was to kind of, sometimes you got to take a step back yeah. and then run at it hard, even harder. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I could sit here and say, okay, well, now we've done the 500 of the show. What's next? Uh, How about 1,000? You know, yeah. well, that'll come, but I get what you're saying. But and also to step it know, up. Like, it, you, I think, I think you and I have created some really great radio with these guests mm-hmm. that, that we're talking about that have come on. Some just amazing guests that I would have never dreamed yeah. we would have had the opportunity or the honor to interview. And so they've taken this show to a level and we have wanted to rise up mm-hmm. and give them the proper music setup all that stuff yeah. so I think the show production wise behind the scenes Dr. D and I work you know we worked on the Anne Heche tribute for what almost nine hours yeah one day yeah and that doesn't count all the the pre the production that, that had, I did, that you, you know, had, listening to old tapes yeah. and interviews and jot and down the time markers and all music, of that stuff yeah so yeah. Writing the scripts. So, I mean, that show was probably a good week production. I, I just, you know, I... I and I maybe, that, maybe that that's you, part of it. Maybe that's part of it right there. Because that was that was huge uh, when she passed. Yeah. Uh, and we both knew her. You knew her better than I did. But uh, uh, it, it, was, it was a big shock to all of our systems. And there comes a point where it's like, I got to... I got to take a pause here. Yeah, and I don't know, like consciously, I didn't say, well, I'm grieving. Right. And I'm not feeling well, and I'm not feeling, you know, it's hard to have the energy. Sometimes there's so, you take so many hits in life. Mm-hmm. That's all of us yeah. out there. Everybody that's listening right now. Mm-hmm. We take hit after hit after hit in the news and the, on and on, and you go, and and you still, you're like, I'm resilient, I'm getting up every day, I'm, gonna hit, I'm hitting as hard as I can, but... It does take a toll, mm-hmm. and you don't even—it creeps up on you. Yeah, and you may not even be able to put your finger on it, but something's off, right? Exactly. You're tired. Exactly. You're, you're you may be depressed, but you don't call it depressed. I don't say I'm depressed, right? But you know, it does. All these things do take energy, and and you're right. Um, and was a big part of the show, a big friend of the show, and mm-hmm. and more than that, you know, to to me and to you, um, I did see. You know, better together was there is their pod. Her it was her podcast with her best friend and publicist Heather Duffy Boylston, you know, mm-hmm. good friend. Um, Heather and her basically were together nonstop for most of you know the last 
15, 20 years, I, I think, if I recall wow. right. And just best friends, best mm. of friends. They did everything together. And uh, Heather just put out a podcast alone to, to talk about Anne's death. Yeah. And uh, I would see, uh, I have not listened to it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just saw it go up the other night, two nights ago. And I'm going to listen to it. But I have a feeling it's it's very emotional. It, lo- it looks like an emotional tribute from her best friend. Yeah, and and you know the second half to better together. Yeah. Well, so, and this year has been, I mean, twenty twenty two has been rough for a lot of people, uh, myself included, because my year started out uh, by uh, losing a, a dear a dear friend who lived across the street from us back in Phoenix. He was ninety four. And we had a lot of fun together uh, transferring audio from albums and reel-to-reels to the the computer uh, from his symphony work in Utah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then uh, Steve Cushman of of this radio station, he passed away in February. Uh, Then uh, uh, my wife's sister passed away, leaving her the sole uh, remaining uh, um, family member. Then my sister, eldest sister, passed away in late March. Uh, I mean, it was like the year started out just like... Okay, who's next, you know, and don't get near me because you might be next kind of thing. Uh, and, and so it's, it's, been, it's been a rough one for a lot of people. And we just have to find a way to, uh, uh, to make it work, mm-hmm. you know, just, you know, one well, step f- at a time. I feel like that's what this show is. Yeah. Too, is that, I mean, you know, if, if I could describe the show, what Richard and I do here when we come in is we really we want to put out the best in the world. I mean, we've got two big mics in front of our face and let's not waste that opportunity. Yeah. And listeners around the world on, on, on not only the two stations here in Santa Barbara, but Mark Platt's radio stations and around the world and, and, and through the podcast. So we want to put, and I encourage all of you, like if you're not feeling it, don't, talk to anybody <laughs> don't yeah. go out there and put yeah. out negative in the world yeah exactly but, you know that's what we try to is put do is put out positive stories talk to guests and and listen and tell stories um going back to heather better together with ann Hayes and heather duffy uh on straw hut media so the new the show um that heather just did without ann the first show it came out on October 18th, and it's from Heather to the tribe. Heather speaks from her heart what the Better Together tribe meant to Anne. And Anne has a best-selling, uh, has a new book. I'm sure it's going to be a bestseller coming out in January, I believe. You can pre-order that now on Amazon. It's The book is called Call Me Anne. What's kind of cool, Dr. D, is Anne sent me a couple of the chapters when she was writing them. Um a few months ago and so uh, I can't wait for that book wow. Call Me Ann is her will be the book it, so I don't know I mean I, I feel like you know the last three weeks I'm sorry to have kind of dropped off here at the radio station on the show you know to, to the listeners and but it uh I, I, I'm 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 feeling good to be back. I'm feeling uh, yeah. like uh, I'm very hopeful and optimistic about all the great guests we've got. You know, starting to line up on the calendar, 
and the stories yet to be told yeah and the hope to be spread and and all that good stuff yeah should we take a break we shall and we won't change the locks now that we know you're back (laughs) the locks will stay the same what are we going to do with this cardboard cutout of me um i was going to say we'll burn a hole in his mouth (laughs) (laughs) we'll figure out something (laughs) we'll fold it and put it in the trash sock it stuff a sock (laughs) in it (laughs) all right we'll be right back it's the jeremiah show with dr d new segment on the Jeremiah Show. Host Will Knox, renowned restaurant real estate specialist, serves up a fresh look at the restaurant business. On the menu, celebrity chefs, startups, operators, deal makers, designers, and those are just some of the appetizers. Look for all of Mr. Restaurant shows. Tell your smart speaker to play the Jeremiah Show, Mr. Restaurant. Hi, I'm Shadow Stevens. While I'm doing this and that and the other thing at the very same time, I'm having a great time on The Jeremiah Show, the greatest show in the history of the world. For the love of God, subscribe. No, seriously, subscribe. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Stack from It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack telling you, asking you to watch the show Sprung on Freebie, Amazon's new free channel, I promise you it's funny, it's got heart, and my shoulder appears in episode three. Welcome, Los Angeles. The Jeremiah Show is now on Radio Candy Radio. Discover a world of emotions, your digital radio. The Jeremiah Show airs 10 p.m. Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. RadioCandyRadio.com. Hi, I'm Mariel Hemingway, and you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Welcome back to the Jeremiah Show with Dr. D. Uh, let's just f- finish up on that conversation we had before break here. Um, I'm so tired of thinking. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I mean, 
Well, yeah. I know people who gave thinking up thinking going. a long time ago. Um, there are a you know, lot that's of them different. There, but... Yes. <laughs> how do they do it? Please, if, if you got some good tips, tell me how to quit thinking. I can't quit thinking. I can't sleep. I just I wake up. I start thinking and thinking and thinking about all these different things. You go through the checklist, right? Of yeah. What you got to do today, tomorrow, next month. You think about all your uh, if you got debt or if you got uh, whatever it is. You're thinking. Yeah. So I want to make a promise here <laughs> for the next hour and a half for this show and our next show. You don't have to think. <laughs> we are not going to challenge you at all. Nope. Um, there was this great. I refer to it, you know, to friends here and there. If I get in one of these moods. Um, there's this great iconoclast. It was on the Sundance channel, um, Robert Redford's channel, uh, called Iconoclast, right? It's in season two. It was back in 2005, but you can get it on YouTube. You can find it in a lot of places. It's episode three, okay? It's Fiona Apple and Quentin Tarantino. Oh, wow. So just a little teaser about the show, visionary filmmaker Quentin Tarantino, who says he's only going to make one more film, by the way, so we need to all petition him to keep going. Anyway, he meets with acclaimed singer and songwriter Fiona Apple in Austin, Texas, at Robert Rodriguez Studios there, and they explore Tarantino's film set, and they talk about inspirational music and movies. Um... They also talk, though, what, I, what I've never forgotten this, and I, it resonates with me still. They talk about why they both need, as artists, to take this extended time between projects. And the pressure from outside forces, forces them to, to produce, to, to create, right? But they've got to hold it at bay. And, uh, and take their career in their own hands. And very eloquently, Fiona opens up in a scene about facing her fears and conquering them through her, her music. Mm-hmm. And what she says, and I love this, I, I really um, I related. She says, and I relate in regards to uh, I've got to get out there, me, Jeremiah. I've got to get out there uh, and and show up for a guest, right? And honor who they are, and and do this extensive background, and we get their music together, and we get the you know we do this whole production. But I got to show up with energy, yeah. And yeah. that energy—it's only an hour. It's for you know, I'm not complaining. Maybe two hours that we do a program. Sometimes, yeah. And I go home, and I'm exhausted. Do you ever find that when you interview a host that you're like, you put it out there and it's, it's energy you need to give, mm-hmm. but it's energy you also need to, to be you, right? To get through your day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you do give the, this different type of energy when you're doing an interview or when you're giving someone or even just giving someone focus and paying attention to them and giving them yourself in order to you know to be there for them right as a you know sometimes people need a shoulder to lean on or cry on or someone an ear to listen to and that's different type of energy it's energy you're you're expelling well fiona said 
that she's so shy and so introverted, but she's a performer, right? She's got to go on stage. She's got to give it out there, all these fans and tens of thousands of people listening. She has to sometimes, most times, stay alone 24 hours a day for four or five, six days until she's actually craving, like she's hungry. She's craving human human interaction. And then she goes out and she she gives that energy. But she can't do it until it comes to a point where she just needs, she needs somebody else's energy. She yeah. needs it. She needs to get out there and interact. And I just thought that was such a um, kind of a wise saying that I think we we all give here and there, but we also need that time for ourselves. Some people less than others, but I, I know I feel that way. I like I, I all week long, I, I've got to interact on phone calls and business and all that, but I prefer to kind of be quiet until I get to this show mm-hmm. and then give that energy to the guests. Right, right. Well, you know, it's interesting because uh, what you're talking about, because I've been watching on YouTube. Uh, I, I watch the documentaries about both Robin Williams and Johnny Carson. And then I'm watching, of course, the Carson show and then many of the, the, the stand-ups that J- Robin did and so forth. <clears throat> and they were quite similar in that aspect that when they were in front of the camera or on stage or in front of an audience, they were on and mm-hmm. they were good. And now with Johnny Carson, he was he was who he was on stage. That was not a character. That was not a put on, you know, Uh, whereas with Robin, and again, this is not criticizing. This is just the way he was. Robin was on and he was characters and he was performing and so forth because he loved doing that, especially the improv. But when they were done and this, matter of fact, there was this one where Billy Crystal was talking about how he he uh, he wanted to be alone before he go went out on stage. So he'd sit in his dressing room quietly. And then um, uh, when his name was called, you know, and now here is Robin Williams and he'd go rushing out on the stage and he would be going give it crazy all. and sweating like crazy crazy he would come back to his dressing room and billy would be there he'd come back to his dressing room he'd take off his shirt he was soaking wet from the perspiration and he would just crash on the couch he didn't want to talk to anybody didn't even want to talk to billy and and i think that with people like you and me there is that that aspect of it it's like when i'm done here i don't want to go home and answer a lot of questions I mean, as operations manager, I get asked a lot of questions. Can you fix this? What's yeah. wrong with that? And on and on and on and on. Can you do this? You're off air. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're off air. And and uh, it's like, I, I don't want to be bothered. Just leave me alone. But... Um, when you're in a relationship, that's hard to do. But if you're living by yourself uh, uh, or you have the opportunity to get away by yourself, you need to do that. It's mm-hmm. very important because of what can happen. Now, I don't know if it was a, a chemical imbalance that Robin had. Johnny Carson, of course, I didn't know this, but he died of emphysema at the age of 79. Still lived a long time. Well, there's a lot of artists like that. Exactly. You hear that story. Exactly. Uh, you know, I heard... Well, Ann told me when I, the you know we went out to dinner that first night. She said to me, <laughs> making fun. She said, "Why did it took you so long to call?" <laughs> you know. That, <laughs> but then she started opening up a little bit more, and she said, "You know, most nights I just sit home by myself, and I'm you know I'm I'm by mm. myself. I'm just and I know Jennifer. I read this story about Jennifer Lawrence. The same thing. You know, nobody 
nobody calls really to, to ask me to go out or hang out. I'm, I sit home most nights by myself. Um, I think at some point you need, that's good as an artist, but a lot of times, you know, then you get to that point where you're starving and you need that human interaction. Yeah. It's such a delicate balance. It really is. I don't know. Um, I, I go home after these shows maybe giving away a little bit too much of the day on this show, but <laughs> I go home and I get these shows out there mm-hmm. on the podcast after you send them to me, the files and mm-hmm. all that after we've produced. And and then I crash. I go, I fall asleep. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you would, if you gave me the shows at three and I had them up by four, I go to sleep. I'm, t- I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why, because I don't work that hard. Well, but see, we're Speaking, comparing there is that what we're doing. Put out. Well, but we're comparing our working hard to physical manual labor. It's mental work, and mental mm-hmm. work can be just as exhausting as physical work. Uh, matter of fact, I remember uh, I was researching yawning, and of course, you know, if you yawn in the middle of something, you know, am I boring you? And the reality is, it turns out that if you are a, a shall we say, a deep thinker kind of thing, right? You were talking before. I wish I could stop thinking. <laughs> If you start yawning, that is the body's, uh, we'll call it radiator effect. It's trying to cool the brain down because it's working like so when hard. Dogs pant. Yeah, kind of exactly. Yeah. Cool yeah. themselves down. Cooling themselves down. So it's like we're trying to cool the brain down. Um, but uh, no, you're you're right, and I I get that way too. For example, doing this book narration, I can only do a couple of chapters at a time. Because I'm doing both the, the narrating, the reading, as well as the editing. And when I'm done, it's like, oh, I, I got to go. I got to go lay down, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so I can relate to that. Whereas I still love getting outside and doing physical labor, f- manual labor, whether it's, you know, picking up after the dog in the yard or uh, a stack in the firewood or uh, any other little side jobs. Like I had to fix the chicken coop uh, the other day and I was really enjoying it. But, but I'll tell you what, I was sore and I was tired when I was done. But it was it was good. It was a, it yeah, was a it's good a different tired. type of tired. And that's exactly. good too. You need that, you know, yeah. that energy, that muscle movement. Well, uh, one of my, I don't play her enough on here on the show, but we should. Uh, Selena Gomez. Gomez. I, I saw a few weeks ago she said something like, I'm quitting music. Because it doesn't feel like anybody is listening or really cares. And I thought, what a shame, because I really like the songs that I hear of hers. Yeah. Um, and the one the songs that we've played here. Well, I just saw that she's got a new documentary out, Selena Gomez, My Mind and Me by oh, Apple wow. TV, and it really looked good. Um, she's got a, this is follows Selena's six-year journey from darkness into a new light. Um, looks very, very interesting. I just think there's a lot of that going on out there. I do, too. And um, they're saying that, I mean, uh, you know, we're, we're going out, they're saying we're going to go from one pandemic to the next, uh, from COVID or coronavirus to mental health mm-hmm. uh, because of the, Which the lockdown. Is so... The reason, sorry to cut you off, but that it's so important to put yeah. good stuff, make people laugh. Yeah. I, know, I mean, it doesn't, oh, no, not everything yeah. needs to be heavy and introspective and, yeah. you know. Um, well, that's know, why I, mean, I watch Carson and these comic comedians on YouTube. I just have my earbud and I'm listening because when I go to sleep, I want to have laughed before I went to sleep. Yeah, it's best. It's the best. I agree. Okay. Well. Uh, we told you we already have to think, and hopefully you didn't think about any of that <laughs> too hard. <laughs> um, let's talk about something. So, Dr. D, what else I've been up to? I had a birthday past. Um, I don't think I, we did a show anywhere near that, but I can't remember. Uh, 
so I went I went down with my family to um I always hide on my birthdays. I don't know pe- good friends know this about me. Meaning I don't like the attention. I don't want uh, the happy birthdays. Okay, thank you for saying that, but I don't know. I just I don't yeah. I so I hide away from it. So usually you can't find me on my birthday right. at all for like a day or two. Not, you know, I don't go under a log or like <laughs> under the car. He's hiding under Stern's <laughs> Wharf, ladies and gentlemen. We're looking for him. Where is he? There he is, hiding under the car. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't do that. Uh, I just kind of shut down for a little bit, and then the phones and all that, and not really see anybody. I, some people love to celebrate with their friends and family. And yeah. I don't mind doing that. I just don't want to do it on my birthday. Anyway, so this... My family's always like, why don't you hang out? Come on, let us celebrate you. All right. So um, I think it's selfish probably that I don't allow that for them if that's what they want to do. But I also also think it's kind of selfish of them to force being celebrated on. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> anyway, so this year I go. we go down to the uh, Kings game, hockey game. Oh, okay. I haven't been in a while, LA Kings. And the Anaheim Ducks Great is a great game. Um, so I wanted to talk about two topics here. Normally in LA on a Saturday or Sunday, Sunday's a little heavier, but there's this time between like 11 and 2.30, the freeways flow really well. But we, we head down the games at one, so I'm going down. They shouldn't have been packed. Like these the freeways, every freeway, took like three or four different freeways to get to downtown, was wall to wall, five mile an hour, everywhere and i'm like what is going on and then later um i'm back in santa barbara and the freeway you know going up to cliff drive that freeway the underpass looks like the 405 everywhere you go in santa barbara it's like the 405 on all these side streets i and i'm like what is going on with traffic have you noticed this yes yes i have and I, then i see a big <laughs> news report that it's up like I don't know. I read a 4%, but I, 20%. Everybody's in their cars now driving, and and, and we can't figure out why. Yeah. I, I, and I don't understand because I haven't changed my – well, I have changed my driving habits on Mondays. I go down – I come down because I'm a part of a, a musical group, uh, The Revels, and we're going to be doing a Scottish solstice celebration oh, nice. performance. Three of them I found out at the Libero Theater in oh, December. Cool. Very cool. And uh, so I come down here every Monday night uh, to to rehearse. And then uh, one Saturday a month, uh, we go to the uh, church up on Constance, the Presbyterian Church. So I'm adding a car on Monday nights. But during the day, it's unbelievable. And then the other part of it, though, here's the other dynamic. Uh, SoCal has apparently decided that there are multiple projects that they're going to work on. Because they've got the money from the gas tax. And so they're going to work on them all at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I was driving back from L.A. And you know where you go through Carpinteria and then you go right up up into Summerland? Yeah. And it goes down to two lanes Mm -hmm. again. And there's no room for them to build these three or four that they've been working on now for how many years? Ten years, twelve years? Mm Mm-hmm. So it's two. So I don't know what their plan is, but it's always going to pinch right there. Yeah. And I started thinking, well, if you got a bottleneck, it doesn't matter if you built on either side yeah. eight lanes. Yeah. If you go down to two at, at some point for 
a mile and a half, everyone's going to still be stopping and slowing. So exactly. Please tell me at Caltrans and all the guys. I, I've got friends that work at, at Caltrans. I'm not. I'm not. If you're well, I'm listening, not picking to this, on them. I'm, I'm not just, picking on you. But what's the real plan the here? Observa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> what what is, is the plan? plan? <laughs> Do you have? Are you guys thinking? Yeah, are we gals? building like double deckers? I was thinking that very thing for the two lanes, double decker. Yeah, why not? Like to have in San Francisco. Let's do it. You know? Right there in Summerland. It exactly. Looks, everybody with a house facing notion is going to love that. <laughs> <laughs> send your complaints to Dr. D at the Jeremiah Show. No, let's send them to somebody else. <laughs> send it to Mark Schneidman. <laughs> well, send them to Mark Schneidman. There you go. Anybody Sorry, but us. Um, all right, are we taking a break? Is yeah, that what we you're are. Tell me? Yeah, okay, let's God, do I'm that. I'm tired again. Well, we're almost done <laughs> with right. this one. We'll be right back. Drive fast I can almost taste it now L.A. I don't even have to fake it now You were like so sick Everybody said it You were way ahead of the trend Get, get it Elvis is the best hill, yes Honey, put on that party dress Like, ooh, 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 ooh. ooh, ooh, ooh. Somerset, England. The Jeremiah Show is now on Core Radio. Keep on rocking to the core. Core Radio. The Jeremiah Show airs at 10 p.m. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursday. Core Radio dot rocks. Hey there, I'm Caleb. I'm Becca. And I'm Joshua. And we, we are Girl Named Tom. Go to girlnamedtom.com to hear more of our music, buy merchandise, and learn about our story. You're listening to The Jeremiah Show. You've been listening to The Jeremiah Show. I am Miles Zuniga from Fastball. Hey, this is Tim. And this is Christian. We're L1011. Hi, this is Ron Sexsmith on The Jeremiah Show. And we're back with The Jeremiah Show.
Oh, uh, yeah. So you made me laugh, Dr. D. You, you mentioned John Lovitz, who was on the show on uh, It's Radio. With TV's, TV's Tim, Tim Stack. Stack. <laughs> uh, John is a good friend of Tim's for for the lifetime. And uh, just thinking about John Lovitz makes me laugh or smile. Oh, my gosh. He's a good... So thanks for that, John. You got to you gotta appreciate those people that make you laugh yeah. and put energy into creating comedy. I am really miss comedy. Yeah. Uh, I just wanted to mention we moved on from Fiona Apple. I love Fiona Apple. I've got to get we've got to put out an invite to get her on the show. Mm-hmm. I'm do that for this please this season. Um, but Fiona's sister, Maud Magart, Magart. Mm-hmm. Um the fabulous Maud Magart is a cabaret singer and she's a musician herself. Her older Fiona's older sister. We had her back on in episode three seventy one, season eight. That was one of my favorite. You got to listen to that. That's almost she's, like a lifetime some, ago, but wow. I know, yeah, she was great. Um, okay, so a lot of traffic. We get to the we get to the 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 what used to be the Staples Center, right? It's been oh. the Staples Center. For probably 20 years, I think, is their contract. But I didn't know it had changed. Did you know this? I'd heard that there was a new name, and it's just like the Bob for me in Phoenix. Uh, the the place where the Diamondbacks it? play. It's always it's always going to be the Bob. Bob what was the Bob. The Bob was the big warehouse, the stadium, oh. and it was the Bank One ballpark. Oh, got it. And it will always be the right. Bob. You can't for me. get it out of your head. No, because I went to so many games: Laker games, Clipper games, Kings games. Yeah. When I lived in L.A., two times a week, sometimes. Yeah. Every season for every game, and so it's Staples to me. It's Staples. Yeah. Center. It's like it's all. It's not that I love Staples or the state, you know, right. it's just that's, that's what it was. Exactly. So I had no clue. I don't know where I've been, but I it, apparently it changed <laughs> last December 25th. It's been a year almost. Um, it's Crypto.com. You just spit up uh, Starbucks all your Yeah, I did, didn't I? I'm, because, I'm so upset over because, it. Because, yeah, you don't like this name I don't change, like do the new... Name. Why not just crypto? Why did why crypto.com? I mean, I guess do you want people to go to your website, I right? Guess. It's, so it's a so I got a little information. You probably everybody else out there probably already knows this. <laughs> but the home of the Lakers, the Clippers, the Kings, and the Sparks will wear the new name for 20 years under a deal between the Singapore Cryptocurrency Exchange and AEG the owner and operator of the arena. Crypto.com paid more than $700 million for the naming rights, according to sources familiar with the terms, making it one of the biggest naming deals in sports history. Wow. Um, and they paid with cryptocurrency, too, by the way. Probably, yeah, that's <laughs> worthless now. Oh, my God. So, wow. uh, apparently, it may have changed sooner, but from this article the LA Times that I found, uh, Staples Center signage would, was replaced with a new name in June 2022. Um, so, I guess I'm not that far off, but I had no idea it was crypto.com. And I don't know how I feel about that. That was another thing that may have made me sad, Doctor D. Yeah. Well, I, 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 it's, it's, it's like um, when I when I listened to baseball games back in the '60s and '70s, uh, season in and season out, you pretty much hear the same names of the players for the team that you were rooting for. Mm-hmm. And then I guess what was it? Free agency came along, and now they're moving all over the place. And then they changed the format of the playoffs 
and they changed the format of and the meaning of the All-Star game. And then they changed the uh, seasonal games to interleague, which completely obliterates, in my opinion, uh, the reason for the World Series. You know, uh, and and all of these changes come along. And it's like now I still love the game. I will still watch baseball. I'm not one of those people. Say, well, they made too many changes. I'm not going to watch anymore. They're not getting my eyeballs on their game anymore. No, I still love the game. But it's like it, it isn't things aren't what they used to be. And some people would say, well, Do we sound like two old guys. Yeah. Just hey, get off my lawn, you crazy Why kids. Why does everything change? In the- <laughs> well, I read a book years ago called Who Moved the Cheese? And uh, I gave Who it back. Who Moved the Crypto.com? That's it right there. Who Moved the Staple? Who Moved the Staples and the Bob? And uh, I gave the book back to my boss who made it mandatory that we all read it at the station. And I said, I, I get it. I understand what you're trying to tell us. And I don't have a problem with people moving the cheese. My issue is, tell me where you moved it so I can find it. You can move it anywhere. You move it to Alaska for all I care. I just need to know I have to go to Alaska to find it. Um, Speaking of moving things. Yes. In our next segment, our final segment, I went through cashless, the Amazon cashless go store at decrypto.com. Have you heard of this? I have not. Where you don't bring in. I am looking for. You just walk, you pick your things off the shelf and you walk out. I'm looking forward to hearing that one. I'll tell you about that on the final segment. We'll be right back. Did I cut off? Dr. D, where is the cheese? Did you find it? I did. I did. And it was green and moldy. (laughs) That's the best kind. It's Tim Stack, and having been in show business for so long, I have a lot of really funny friends, and you can hear them all on It's Radio with TV's Tim Stack. That's part of the Jeremiah Show. So listen. Check out Jeremiah's top hey, 10 new artist picks on Please, Radio India Arts. Each week, reach out the Radio India Alliance is a chart service that allows indie recording artists an opportunity to have chart placements. We support RadioIndiaAlliance.com. Hi there, everybody. This is Anne Hitch. Hey, everybody. I'm Art Alex Sucks from the band Everclear. My name's Danny Drejo. And you're listening to The Jeremiah Show. Jeremiah, your love, Holmes. need help with your restaurant or hospitality business? See how we can help your business at hjlrestaurantadvisors.com.
All right, so it's uh, I don't know. Stir, did you know only there's only <laughs> I shouldn't even say this. How big a sports guy? Have three quarters in the uh, three periods in hockey. I didn't know that. I thought there was four this whole time. No, there, there. I and and of course I know very little about hockey. Although we have a couple of hockey aficionados here at the station, uh, Scott Dweck and Ross Cope, uh, and um, uh, former hosts of the golf show. They are now with Mike in the morning on Mondays talking about sports and all that that entails. Uh, I. I never played hockey, not even not even street hockey. You know, you know, you know. Or I know there's a name for it. It's not ice hockey. Uh, I still want to know how they get that big piece of, piece, of, piece of ice inside the arena. I just I never understood that. That's pretty cool. But, but uh, it is it is pretty neat. <laughs> uh, but no, three quarters. There are only two halves in soccer, which I love when yeah, we broadcast you knew that. Them. Uh, Kobe, broad- yeah, Kobe I love that because you go 45 minutes. I don't have anything to do for 45 minutes. Then we do halftime. Then I have nothing to do for 45 minutes. It's kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> you can just live at but, a soccer game. But baseball, you have got to be in your head. You have to be at that game. You have to be following every pitch so that you know, oh, we're going to have an injury timeout. Oh, we're going to have an inning, end of the half inning, and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, or anything else that might go wrong. you got to be right on top of it. Uh, well, but hockey, why? Why? why I didn't know three. I thought hockey? four all this time. I don't. And I've been to games. You thought it was so, four. Yeah, yeah, I've been to so many games. Well, not so many, but I've been to a lot of LA Kings games. So in other words, you've been sitting in the stands waiting for the fourth quarter. I don't really that never go there to watch the games. I go to drink <laughs> beer and talk to my friends. Um, so let me Amazon checkout, right? So I get up. I don't know. What, oh, that's right. Is it a quarter? Is it a period? What do you call hockey in hockey? But it's a period. Okay, so I don't know. Maybe second period. Mm-hmm. I go get some more beer and. Uh, um, all the lines, everybody else had the same idea. Two, the lines are too long. So I see an Amazon, one of those new Amazon Go stores. I think it's called Go, Amazon, Amazon Checkout or Amazon Go store. So it's cashless. And you either scan your phone with your Amazon account, right? Mm-hmm. Or... You put a credit card in before you walk in. So there's like a little swinging gate. So I put my credit card in, and then there's really there's somebody there to make sure you you do that. Mm-hmm. And then there's somebody on the way out. Right. But other than that, you have no contact with people. So everything's you walk in and it could be dangerous. I mean, so you start grabbing things. Mm-hmm. Um, I filled up as much as I could <laughs> in my hands. I'm like juggling everything. He thought it was a hockey shopping spree. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, is anybody watching? <laughs> and then you just walk out the gate and you're done and it charges you. I did not look at my bill to make sure I got charged correctly. So I don't know <laughs> if it works, but apparently I'm hoping that it did. Wow. Um, so, you see, yeah, so uh, I'm going to tell you how it works. It's pretty crazy. There's over 100 cameras above you. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I, so, hey, I've been overexposed. <laughs> it, they're mounted to the ceiling, covering and recovering every square inch of the store from multiple angles. Uh, apparently, in like a ga- gas station sized room, which mm-hmm. is like what this was, yeah. there's over 100. They're motion detected. They have basic object identification and so on. They're augmented by separate depth sensing cameras using a time of flight technique that blends to the into the background like all the rest. They're all matte black. 
I never even noticed them, but that's his, uh, afterwards, I'm like, how did that all work? <laughs> the <laughs> images captured from these cameras are sent to a central processing unit, which does the real work of quickly and accurately identifying different people in the store and objects being picked up or held. Picking something up adds it to your virtual shopping cart, and you can pop it in a tote or a shopping bag as fast as you like. You don't have to hold it up for any cameras. In addition to the cameras, there are weight sensors on the shelves, and the system is aware of every item's exact weight. There's no cashiers, but there is staff and stockers who replenish and an ID checker. So I picked up a, uh, a beer. My brother was having a beer. I didn't even have a beer. I was driving. So picked up a beer for him, and then as I walked out, I realized it was warm. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, here's the only thing that was hor horrible about this experience were the people. And I don't, I'd rather catch people doing something right, so I don't knock on them much. But there was a guy sitting in the corner on a chair. He must have been the stalker. And the girl who checked me in, and I said, oh, my God, this is this is warm. It's going to be horrible. It's already, it's Michelob light. It's not going to, you know, it's probably like, it wasn't the beer he was drinking, and it's warm. And, um, and I said, can I exchange it for a cold one? And the guy would not get up off his chair. The, the girl said, would you get up? Would you come help him? But they fought in front of me. Oh, my was, God. And I'm like, okay, other than that, oh. it, it works perfectly without the humans. <laughs> 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 All right, that's our show. Uh, thanks, Dr. D. It's good, good to be man. back. And um, I hope you listen to the next episode. We'll see you next week. Communicate. Listen more. And evolve. I can't sleep, my mind's a circle I watch the ceiling fade I close my eyes and I feel the wind blow My bed it turns into a rag I drift away at night, at lake unknown I'm floating all for what it is Most anything can be forgiven With what is left we'll have to live With what is left we'll have to live Mods Chobrani, and you are listening to the Jeremiah Show. Listen, man. Did you like our soundtrack? Find all of our soundtracks on Spotify. The Jeremiah Show. Look for the black label. As always, a big thanks to Dr. D for making our voices come alive on the airwaves and to our station manager, Les Carroll, for letting us on the air at all.
Be sure to check out our very own Richard Dugan, a.k.a. Dr. D, Peabody Award-nominated radio show, Tell Me Your Story, every Sunday at 7 a.m. and 7 p.m. Listeners, we appreciate you and want to hear from you. Please send us your ideas at jeremiah at thejeremiahshow.com or on Messenger, on Facebook, or Instagram. The Jeremiah Show is produced by executive producer Jeremiah Higgins and sound and engineer producer Richard Dr. D. Dugan and me, your announcer, Tony Kelly. Communicate, listen more, and evolve. I'm a good man. This is Miles Copeland. Yeah, I just had the honor of speaking to the Jeremiah Show. Who would have believed that little old me would have the opportunity to speak on such a prestigious show? And they even talked about my book, Two Steps Forward, One Step Back, My Life in the Music Business. So it was a great pleasure to uh, be on that show, the Jeremiah Show. I love you. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. Fantasy Points.